And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Breaking news from The Athletic. Hey, everybody. This headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. This is Scott Burnside along with Rick Carpinello of The Athletic. Rick, you have covered the New York Rangers for a long time. Any way to describe what the last 72 hours have been like ending or culminating this afternoon with the shocking dismissal of GM Jeff Gordon and President John Davidson? Any way to describe what the last 72 hours have been like? Yeah, you know, I just finished writing a story and I said in it that except for the Mike Keenan year, 1993-94, I always thought the craziest thing was in 1989 when Phil Esposito fired Michelle Bergeron as coach with two games left and took over himself uh, and then got fired after a four-game sweep by Pittsburgh. So I think that I thought that was the nut, the nuttiest time ever in Rangers history. Uh, and, and this, I think, the last 72 hours tops it uh, by a lot. It's, and this is just crazy. It came completely out of left field. Um, you know, the, the whole uh, Tom Wilson, Artemi Panarin thing on Monday was, was nuts in its own way. And then the, the Rangers making that statement yesterday, uh, questioning George Paris's ability to handle the job. A- and, you know, right on through all this and then with the buildup to tonight's game, rematch with Tom Wilson and the Capitals, um, that was all nuts enough, you know. And then out of just left field comes this, Shock that, uh, and we shouldn't be shocked, but Jim Dolan, the owner of the Rangers and the Knicks in the garden, uh, he's kind of kept his distance for the most part for the last 20 years with the Rangers. He kind of really hasn't done what he's done with the Knicks until today. And today is just, it's, it's, it's scorched earth. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> well, let's try and deconstruct a little bit of it, uh, Rick, because it's, it's seen, and maybe it's too early to tell, and maybe we'll never know the the, the true full story, but in, in your opinion, is there a line to be drawn from the the, the press release, which was a shocking one. Uh, Pierre Lebrun and I uh, had Bill Daly, deputy commissioner, on our podcast earlier this afternoon, shortly before the, the big announcement coming out of MSG. Um, is there a relationship from that uh, dramatic press release, as, as you noted, that uh, suggested George Perros uh, should be relieved of his duties as a head of Department of Player Safety, to the dismissal of Jeff Gordon and John Davidson? Or is it are they completely separate? Uh, it, that it's all about performance and the fact that the Rangers aren't going to be in the playoffs uh, this uh, this off season. Where do you where do you come down on that? Well, I, I, you know, I think we've kind of confirmed that um, it wasn't the statement. Um, that was my original thought too, Scott. It was that you know the, the statement obviously, so very obviously, came from Dolan's desk. There's no question about that. And I thought, well, maybe Davidson and Gorton tried to talk him out of it. Um, you know, maybe they saw that there were going to be long-term ramifications for the franchise 
taking on the league in that manner. And maybe, you know, maybe he was taking it out on them for disagreeing with them. That was my first thought. That is not the case. I've been told that by some very good sources that this was coming, that, that somehow Dolan became fed up with the process, uh, lost his patience, thought the Rangers somehow should be in the playoffs this season, which I can't imagine anybody really thought was possible in this division, in this short season, and with all the stuff they've been through. But he thought they should make the playoffs. Um, I heard that he was he had some dissatisfaction since hiring J.D. as president to replace Glenn Sather, who was his close confidant. Uh, and, and he wasn't thrilled with Davidson as president, which is surprising enough in its own right. Uh, but to, to, to get rid of Gordon here after the letter in 2018 that Dolan, if he didn't authorize it, he may have ordered it. Uh, and and the, to uh, them being so upfront about the plan and then executing the plan step by step with such patience, uh, sacrificing so many really good players, uh, really tearing it down to the studs and then starting over. And then to get it up to the point now where people say, you know, in a year or two, this could be the next Colorado. Uh, you know, and then to, to think that that's a good time to start firing the people at the top that made all these decisions. Uh, again, it's, it's bananas. It's, I wish I had a stronger word than bananas. <laughs> well, and to me, what maybe gets <laughs> sort of lost in this because of the timing, of course, as you point out, the Rangers will play in a few hours, uh, a, a rematch against Washington. They'll have two more games after that, um, before the end of the season. Um, but, but maybe for me, what gets a little bit lost in this is that, um, in the aftermath of the dismissal, that it's Chris Drury, who will assume the the title of team president and GM, um, he has been, uh, you know, I, highly lauded throughout the hockey community for his work within the Ranger organization in terms of his work with the uh, the Hartford Wolfpack, and the American Hockey League affiliate of the Rangers. Uh, he's the GM of Team USA at the World Championships. Um, I, I'd be shocked if he's not part of the management team along with Stan Bowman uh, and Bill Guerin, uh, if indeed the uh, NHL is back at the uh, Beijing Olympics in 2022, I, that's my sense of of how well regarded Chris Drury is. He's, his name has been connected to a number of GM openings over the last couple of years. Um, and so he comes in under these circumstances to take over as GM as president. What's, what's your take on Chris and maybe, uh, you know, the personality that he brings to the table, especially given the circumstances, um, you know, that lead to him taking on these roles? Yeah, and, and we don't know yet, or at least I don't, <laughs> if if Chris has an interim attached to his title, his new titles, because I don't know that. Um we don't, you know, we don't know what goes on in Dolan's office. So, you know, you hope that you hope that Dolan sees him as the valuable person that he is. Um, certainly, the Rangers didn't want to lose him, he, and he interviewed for Florida, and he interviewed for Pittsburgh, and, and there may have been a few others. Um, and he withdrew from those because he wanted to stay with the Rangers and see this through. And they didn't want to lose him, and they promoted him to associate general manager from assistant general manager this year. So. And you're right. He's very highly regarded. He's had a huge hand in this rebuilding process. Um, he's the guy, I think he was very much involved in the hiring of Coach David Quinn. And uh, and he's rebuilt the, the farm team. So he, I think you're right. He's a very valuable guy. Um, all sensible sides would say, yeah, they have to keep this 
this guy in, in at least the GM role. And I don't know if they'll hire a president or not. But you know, if you hire a president, who knows that might, who that might be? And there's talk of Mark Messier. Who knows if they want Chris Drury to be the GM? President, a new president will bring it. Will want to bring in his own GM, or at least be very thorough in his interviewing of Drury to see if he stays. Um, I think that would be another catastrophe if they lose this guy because he'll be snapped up in a minute in the NHL. And you're you're right; he's a rising star. Yeah. Well, just before I let you go, though, Rick, it, it's interesting. You mentioned Mark Messier, and I I saw some comments on on social media that were attributed to Mark, and maybe that they felt that this team wasn't built strong enough, and and maybe it's recency bias after what happened uh, mm-hmm. on uh, Monday evening at Madison Square Garden with the the Capitals and Tom Wilson, but you know this team as well as anyone what do you think of the direction and what do you think of you know what what is a realistic projection for a team that's you know an adam fox on the blue line is likely going to be a finalist if not the outright winner of the norris trophy and mika's banajet after a very difficult start has really turned it on you've got artemi panarin one of the most gifted offensive players in the nhl i i thought alexis lafreniere has 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 looked okay as a rookie and 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 i think the really a high top end for him, even though his points maybe weren't where people thought as a rookie, but are, are the Rangers on the right track? Do you think to become that kind of team like a Colorado or a, uh, a Vegas or a team that is highly skilled and, and really is a, a perennial playoff team and Stanley cup contender? Yeah. I, I, you know, I think there's certainly still some unknowns. You, you don't know if, uh, Igor Shesterkin's ever going to be a Henrik Lundqvist in goal. You don't, you know, you certainly don't know some of those things. But uh, in terms of the the makeup of the team, you know, coming this summer, they're going to have a lot of dead space removed from their cap. Um, you know, Henrik Lundqvist comes off Kevin Shattenkirk, largely comes off Kevin Shattenkirk. Uh, they're going to have a lot of money to to spend this summer, and they're going to and they have a lot of assets to trade. And they and I think Gordon and Davidson knew that. They knew that some of these you know great looking kids are going to be playing for other teams in the next two years because the Rangers are going to fill holes at one number one center and maybe, maybe another top defenseman. Uh, and certainly, certainly 100% before the Wilson thing, they were looking to become more difficult to play against. They're, and that's been the, the theme since they got blown out of the bubble by Carolina last year. Um, they have to be, they know they have to add some bulk. They have to add some straight ahead hockey. And, uh, and certainly the coach knows that. But the fact is, you, you know, you can't just turn Vitaly Kravtsov into a goon. You can't, you know, it's not going to, you know, you, so, you, so you do what you do. You, you build from your strength and your strength is a zillion young prospects and draft picks that you can trade to get whatever you need and cap space to maybe sign one. So they were going to be a bigger, tougher team next year, whether Tom Wilson came along or not, and whether George Paris came along or not, they, they were going to be they were going to be building a team that was more playoff ready. And I think they expect next year they have a really good chance to be in the playoffs uh, if they do make those moves. But, you know, I, you know, whether they're going to be a Colorado or not depends on the development of Lafreniere and Kako and Kravtsov and some of these other guys. We know, I think we know that Fox is going to be a really good player, if not a star. And uh, so, but they have enough there and enough more coming too. In addition to Keandre Miller, and you know, it goes on Ryan Lindgren. I think it's fair to say this team has a chance to be a powerhouse once they once they build up some of the muscle here. So, um, yeah, I I think that's legitimate, but not 
But now what happens? Do you now change directions? Do you now trade, you know, Kravtsov and Lafreniere for, you know, a, a veteran winger or veterans, you know, vet, and I'm talking about veteran, I'm not talking about 27, you know, are you going to start getting guys to win now? Are you going to be look like the Islanders and the Bruins and the Penguins are looking now? Where the, the windows, you know, opens and closes very quickly here. So I, you don't know what the new president and the new GM, if there is a, if there is a new GM, a new president, uh, what the direction of the team will be. I think, you know, it's pretty safe to say that if Drury remains in, in both jobs, that the, uh, the direction will be the same and they'll be in really good shape in a year or two. Um, but, you know, all, all bets are off when you don't know if he's going to, if he's going to last, uh, or how long he's going to last. And, uh, you certainly don't know that with the owner. Well, Rick, this has been outstanding stuff. I hope you've been hydrating at least since, uh, <laughs> over the last uh, 72 hours, but tremendous stuff and tremendous insight. And thanks for coming to, to hang out with us this afternoon. And, and, and thanks for, uh, joining our breaking news coverage. Anytime at all. I enjoy it. Yeah. You should go to the athletics headline section for much more on this story and to hear more. Ask your Google Assistant to play news from The Athletic. You can also visit theathletic.com slash headline pod to join for just $3.99 per month. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.